Don't let July 24th fool you. It's not just any day. Time for some tequila. It's National Tequila Day. Tequila. It is National Tequila Day, and I'm pretty sure it's 5 o'clock somewhere. National Tequila Day. Tequila. Tequila slammer. Where's the lime in the salt, right? <laughs> what was tequila? Lousy tequila. Gives me a headache. Happy National Tequila Day. Tequila all around. It's showtime. <laughs> it's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. I think every adult has a tequila story. Let's do this. Everyone has a tequila story. A tequila story. Oh, that's just bad. Yeah. It's just a bad, nasty, living regret. Because you drink too much of it. Yeah. No doubt. Rich and I were just saying before you came in, Torg, how uh, Saturday night went, uh, went a little sideways for both of us. Individually, but. Oh, really? You yeah. Were was- you were wasted, too? <laughs> Saturday night. You weren't as drunk as he was. There's no way. <laughs> Not uh, okay. possible. Not Jerry, I've seen you and you, I've seen you at your at your drunk and not even close to King Rich. Okay. Well, he's a big boy. Maybe he can He passed more. out. His wife sent me a picture 5 minutes into the car ride. I get this te- it's Rich passed out. Gets <sighs> in the car. I give him a Red Bull. I go, "Hey man, you might want to drink this to like stay up or well, that Get was your going. Red Bull. That was my Red Bull. On the way to baseball, there's a Red Bull in the door. I was like, where did this come uh-huh. from? You were done. Yeah, it was a long night. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a puking in front of the kids night for you. Mm-hmm. Good uh, good music, though. Radio City was live at the Ugly Mug, right? Yeah, yeah. They, were, yeah. they were good. They did yeah. a good job. And Rich, for a large man, and I could say this is a large man, you can move. Do oh, you yeah. take dance in high school or something? No, it's just the booze when you, you get to a certain point. Oh, too? I, oh, I got the video. I, I get got down. The video. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, but you can dance though. That's the thing. You're not just like a drunk sloppy it's a guy. It's a Saturday night. You're just a sloppy guy dancing. It, it takes over, and then I just feel it. You, you just, just go for it. The, the rhythm. It does. You can do dancing with the it's in your soul. D-level stars. <laughs> <laughs> you and Scott Bayo and. You were with your wife a yeah. Saturday night. You were out. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was fun. We yeah. had a good time. No way you were as drunk as he was. Probably not. No. Probably not. It was okay till the last hour. That was when the wheels fell off. That was when I had a couple shots, and it was rough. Yeah, I avoided that second shot. I was on a four-drink minimum, how and I kept the, it. How was the crowd? It was good. They, I mean, it was all full by the front. They have those pool tables there, but it was yeah, right. You could actually move around a little bit. It's, it's normally shoulder to shoulder, right, so right. maybe a little over. I think a lot of people are on vacation too. Yeah, yeah. It's sunny. It's a uh, nice town. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good crowd though. They sound great, and they could do a lot. They do a lot of different tunes. Yeah. Radio City. That was a good oh. time by all. And then they checked the band checked on you the next day, Rich. They sent me a message like, how's King Rich? When the band's concerned about wow. you, you know something's going wow. on. Yeah, so they were, were telling concerned. me all this, Rich. You downplayed. I had a few. I, I, I bounced back. The band was really concerned. I got a message the next day. Did he make it home? Oh, that's too funny. So did you get that storm uh, down south? Yeah, a lot Man, of lightning. got hammered up here. When? Yesterday evening. Around five six. Huge. I didn't get that. You didn't get nothing. No. Wow. Yeah. We got a lot of lightning and we wind. Got debris everywhere. I got a lot of cleaning to do today. How weird Trees is that? down. Up north it was worse. So it probably hit Jerry a lot it harder really, than it, it did Now it us. came through quick. Yeah. But it was really blowing oh. for a few minutes. 
I didn't even notice anything. So I got some stuff to do today, but yeah. So where'd you go Saturday? Saturday, uh, dinner. Got home about 9. We're up in Powell doing the Dora thing and got home about 9 and then sat out back. I told uh, Rich Saturday, because Rich kind of lives near me. He goes, man, I'd love to get Jerry out at a place like that. This ain't Jerry's place. (laughs) Jerry don't do... Us normal folk going out at like the dive bar. Jerry's well, at sure I the, do. the no. upper end on a Saturday no, night with no. his wife. No, no, no. You and the wife aren't going I wouldn't to the ugly Uber mug. Uber to Canal Winchester yeah. to drink beer at Ugly Mug. Yeah. No, yes. I'm not doing that. Yes. You're J. Lou. We call well, that's where I live. Yes. We call it the bubble. We usually stay within yeah. Worthington, Dublin. Yeah. Dublin. Yes. No more Bridge sh- Park. No more short north for me. No. I just don't go down. Hell, no more short north yeah. for anyone if you want right. to avoid getting shot, right? Boy, in that Bridge Park, there's so much going on. And there and is. I'll tell you, downtown Powell's good. Downtown Powell's really good. So what good. would be considered downtown Powell? What do you mean? Like down what? The four, the the four bar- way, where, all the, sto- where oh, okay. all the bars and restaurants are. Like, give me some bars. Liberty Tavern, Prohibition. Okay. Hooli Hooli. Okay. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, there All was right. a Jenny. Used to be a Jenny's yeah, on the I know corner okay, there. Now yeah. that's a sushi place. Okay. And yeah, there's probably, a, I don't know, 10, 12, maybe 14 different establishments up there. You can walk them all. They got the door, people on the street. It's good. I was gonna say, there's no reason for you to really go far because there's so much yeah, by you. Right. We have Dora now. Canal does? Canal, yeah. Where's it at? Shades? Yeah, Shades local and Loose Rail and local cantina. No one, they shut down too early there. Yeah. Everybody shuts yeah, down Powell, in Canal. Yeah, uh, Powell rolls it up pretty early too. 12 o'clock. Yeah. I've been in local cantina when it's been packed, and they, they could have easily stayed up until 2 a.m., and they shut it down. Yeah. I understand shutting down the kitchen, but if you got a packed bar, why are you shutting down a bar? Yeah. And then don't complain about not making money. Right. You know, don't give me crying poor. Stay open Bridge those two Park hours. Bridge Park stays open. Do they? Yeah, that's because there's a lot of young 16 bits down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah. A, that's a younger crowd. Powell, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, it's quiet. You know what bar might? I think everyone got used to shutting down early yeah. uh, during COVID. And just keeps it yeah, that way. I think so. Old Town Tavern's open till 2 a.m., isn't it? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's not that place walkable. Is that packed sounds at- great. Old Dude, Town Tavern. Jerry, I like it. I'm intimidated of this place. Because I'm driving by to drop my kid off from practice or pick him up from practice like 11 a.m. And that place is packed. But it's just a there's no food or anything. No, I know. And it looks like regulars. Like if you walk in and you're not a regular, you're not invited. Right. It seems like a very exclusive like who's the new guy. Kind of like Pee Wee Herman going into the biker bar in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I don't go because I think if I do go. They'll say, "Who the hell are you?" and start staring at me. Stand up, maybe. And you know, there's there's good and bad to that regular quote regular crowd. Sometimes it gets a little too close. Yes, everybody knows everybody's business. Be, uh, you're a customer, but you think you have a say in how yes. the places ran. The bartender's your friend. You get an argument. The whole, you know what I mean? Yep. It, it gets a little too close. You know, that's on my bucket list. Be a regular at a bar before I die. It's on my bucket list where I go in and I know like 10 people when yeah, I walk in. right, right. Never been there. I would just, when I go bar hopping younger, I would go just go to different bars. 
Yeah. And then when I moved here, I was a dad anyway, so I wouldn't really go right, bar right. and all all the time. But I just I want to be a bar regular. Like you I want to know the bartenders, the owner. Yeah, right, right. Kind of like when you go to coaches. Sure. Every like Dino goes to coaches, he's a regular. Coaches may have the largest set of regulars than any bar I could think of. Maybe. I mean, there's 30, 40, 60 regular customers in there. Same people. Yeah. Every wow. single time you go, you know somebody. I really? was at yeah. Oh, yeah. kids football. It's my, a loyal group. Yeah, my kids football practice. And, and good he goes, for Benny. remember the time I saw you at coaches? And I go, how often do you go to coaches? You go, all the time. He's yeah. a regular. Yeah. And then I'm looking at him, and I go, oh, yeah, regular at coaches. Don't remember your name, but every time I go, I see you. He's created a uh, a good atmosphere there with the patio. The doors yeah. are open. You got your ATM, all the Kino, full kitchen. Great staff. Great staff. Yeah, it's just a good spot. One time, King Rich, I we were there tying one on. Oh, you know, we got the conversation. I said, yeah, me, Jerry, Skeggs, we used to go Friday every now yeah, and then yeah. once a month to the bar. And he goes, I wish we could go. And uh, I wish Jerry was here now. And that's what I made the comment. Jerry ain't coming here, bro. <laughs> um, but remember the time I hit big in Keno and we're walking out. I totally leave my thing. And she goes, uh, Lindsay came out yeah. and goes, hey, I scanned your card. You won $134. Just ran and grabbed me in the yeah, we were pretty drunk. parking lot. We were pretty drunk. How nice is that? Yeah. They could just eat that. Yeah, that's absolutely. Good. That's right, nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good crowd. Uh, good crew. In there. It is. No 134 doubt. on Kino, that's a good hit. And yeah. then she realized, because she lives in Westerville, I had this work done in my place, and they didn't fill in the hole in the front yard. She goes, how long are you going to have that front yard, the hole in your front yard? And I go, there's a hole in my front yard? Because it was kind of tucked in the side. And I get home, and there's a hole in my front yard. I call the guys, hey, you going to, oh, we forgot, sorry. Looking out for me. Yeah. Driving by the house, noticing a hole in my yard. Well, sounds like you got your home for where you can be a regular. Yeah, They'll take care of you. Yeah, your house in Westerville, that, you, were, uh, you were on display. Yeah. Everybody knew you lived there. Right People on the honking, busy road. Yeah. Right, right. People honking every time right. you're in the front yard. Well, the traffic must have been insane going right. by your house. 25,000 cars a day. Oh, my gosh. To yeah. about 20 cars yeah. a day. Yeah, my dog was constantly barking. Yeah, constantly. You get nothing now where you nothing. are. Nothing. I get uh, about once every two weeks, though, the the drag racing, which needs to stop. Motorcycles. Like, yeah. well, you like your quiet down there, right? I Love mean, that's, it. That's the beauty of that. Love it. Right. You know, like you're getting a package if someone's coming down the <laughs> yeah, driveway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got up yesterday. Uh, I had a bunch of stuff to do, so I banged it out before noon, put the, uh, the golf on. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much had the lead and... Yeah. You knew it was over, yeah. right? Even though it was and what not five, the most exciting guy. Five strokes, uh, lead five coming or six, in, yeah. and then he yeah. won by like five, five right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I was reading. That he's right. boring. Yeah, we well, hadn't won in six years, but he only has what, two wins. What makes him boring? Just his his yeah, pace just, of play. He's just quiet. He doesn't win. Nobody knows him. No flash. Right, right. Gotcha. Everybody has their favorites now with Rom and Rory yeah. and Brooks and everybody else. Got ya. And hear this guy. Kind of a snooze, but good for him. He won. Yeah, you win, you win. Yeah. You want a little colorful guy. Is it um 
Is it Badly? Patrick Badly? Bagley? Who wears the weird outfits? Aaron Badly? Maybe that's yes. it. He wears the funky outfits. Right, right. Yeah, you want some guy like that, right? The yeah, colorful something. outfits. Yeah, right, right. You know? Or the and guy it, who shows emotion. It was emotion. cool to see him playing in that weather because it was raining. Yeah. It was really raining. Mm-hmm. Which golfer gets shows the most emotion? Pissed uh, off. Sergio. Bob, yeah, but he's not player. Is Rory, he? not no, he's past his prime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like of the guys who Steve are in the prime. gets a little pissed off here and there, but yeah, but he's just so likable. Yeah, yeah. A tiger would just, you know, right, right, right. Get into it. You kind of get the crowd yeah, behind I you. Yeah, Rory, DeChambeau, they all kind of still a big drop from what Tiger, like how demonstrative Tiger was when he would get into it. I think. But, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's a good era in golf yeah. right now. Post Tiger, Tiger could get. You could see him pissed off and swearing, and then just two minutes later on the top of the world. Yeah, so did that yesterday. Storm came in. We're here this morning. We got tickets. You're listening. Fifth row. Uh, fog hat sticks, right? No, no. I think we get rid of fog. Well, it's just sticks. Just sticks. Yeah. Sticks, fifth row tickets. There you, you go. When you hear hat. it, be the ninth caller, 821-9696, and we'll get you into that show, which is a week from Thursday. Yeah. Boy, we're coming up on that. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, isn't it? Is it Wednesday? It's Wednesday, August second, okay. or is that Tuesday? Yeah. Wednesday, Tuesday. The second is Wednesday. Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday. I had to actually bow out of Young Gravy on Sunday, mm. just because one, his music sucks. I started listening to his music, getting ready to take my two teenagers to right, Young right. Gravy. Music's really bad. Like I can't know. I can't <laughs> sit through that. And then two concerts in one week. I could do sticks. I could do sticks, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, if it was good concerts, but a bad concert, not staying up till midnight for a bad yeah, concert. Right. No way. I think I'm going to go to that uh, Government Mule show Wednesday. I got a pair of tickets for yeah, you. Yeah, I got them. I got them. Oh, you do? Yep, yeah. Because I can't make it Wednesday. I got a pair. Taking the wife? Uh, No, she doesn't know who Government Mule is. Yeah, I tried to take one of my kids, and they were like, uh, that's a no. No. And I said, no, 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 no. Almond Brothers Band. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I go, but I thought you like, I do like rock, but yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, okay. And then I learned some new slang from my kids di- this weekend that I can't mention on the radio. <laughs> I, can you, can you, could I mention slang on the radio if no one else knew what it was, if like kids are saying it? Uh, I think it depends on the slang. Okay, I'll yeah, tell you off use, the air. Use your discretion. I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> off the air. All right, let's go with Damn. your hot five. Now, MLS fans are crying, conspiracy, it's rigged, because Messi scored. The game-winning goal is MLS debut for Miami. After 90 minutes of play, they go and overrun, and he gets a free kick. Messi! Yeah, of course he's going to score. Came off the bench, 54th minute. Gets the kick and makes it. Gets the kick and makes it, man. Fairy tale ending. And who cares if it's rigged? To his debut. I've seen worse rigging in sports. It's called officiating in the NFL. So it was rigged that he got the free kick. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But the goal he wouldn't have just given up on it. No, They're just saying, oh, they... And I didn't see the play, so I can't comment. They're just saying, oh, how convenient stoppage play. Messi gets a free kick. Well, uh, one, 
if they get a free kick, they can pick who kicks it, and he's their guy. So other teams get free kicks. Messi just happens to yeah, be, like, the best yeah. in the world at it. And that place was electric. I saw yeah. that video, yeah. All right, well, number two is kind of an odd story for your hot five on a Monday. A French town's looking to stop. They got a dog poop problem in their streets. And I mean a lot of it, right? Nobody picks it up. So a guy came out. The company's called Poo Prince. Here is the CEO talking about how they're going to clean up the streets. Simple cheek swab that gets DNA from that dog. And when they find the poop, they'll take a small little sample and we match it back to the poop trader I just wanted to play that because I like poop trader <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to pick up after your dogs, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think and that's all these rude. videos online, uh, you know, I mean, not that long, a couple years ago, everything was public health, public health, public health. There's pooping on the street. Yeah. These people just dropping trow on, on street corn. I mean, there's human feces everywhere in some of these cities. I thought health, public health was a priority. <laughs> Did that's, you see that's disease? That's bad, man. Did you see the video over the weekend? Is it uh, Kiev in Ukraine? Is that what's the big city that they uh, say? Yes, they, I believe okay. so. Right. So they had a video of Sunday morning Kiev, right? And this videotape, and people are walking, and they're getting coffee, and their food trucks, and they're walking uh. down the beautiful street, sunny day. And then they showed a video of Philadelphia, drug addicts, poop in the street. Yeah, so, a, you tell right? me which city's in need. Yeah, yeah. Key, Ukraine city that's supposed to be war-torn, where everybody's walking around and enjoying and themselves. Look at, look at Philly. And then look at Philly. Oakland, yeah. Portland. Well, let's send San money Francisco, there. Chicago. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's sad. Pretty amazing. Oh, but people believe whatever the news tells you, so that's just kind of the world we're in. If Lester Holt or David Muir or... Whoever's on CBS yeah. tells you what's going on. You're going to hook in mouth. They got me. Uh, cut number three here. When governments go after political opponents, we become Russia, don't we? Now, I'm not talking about Biden going after Trump. Biden has a new guy in his targets, and it has nothing to do with uh, with Trump or anything to do with the Republicans. Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth being looked at. Uh, and uh, um, and uh, But that's all I'll say. So no proof. Didn't break any laws. Didn't do anything. Elon, what's? Why would you investigate because, him? Because they, and who does that invest? Is that the yeah, DOJ? I would assume so. But oh, that's so. They bad. are not listening to the government when it comes to suppressing information. So the government had their way and told Twitter under the last regime, Twitter regime, Jack Dorsey, hey, suppress that story. Hunter Biden, Biden laptop. That's fake news. Well, now Elon's not allowing them to do that anymore, and now they want to investigate him. I would say this, e- Boy, even, even up, there's more stuff in Biden, and you could go, oh, there's nothing there with Biden. No, there's a money trail there with him and his kid and payments. There's more with Biden in foreign countries than there is with Elon. So let's make it all even. You can investigate Elon. 
they can investigate you too. How does that happen? Where a guy's not playing yeah, along right, with what right. you want, we become communists. Where the it, government can just look into anyone they think is a opposition. And it's a, he's a private citizen. Yeah. He's, he's not politically motivated. Elon isn't. He's not running for office. He doesn't oppose. And he's not even right wing. He may not be a fan or a, a voter, but so you have him investigated for. for because he's not following wow. along. They're trying to tell him yeah, to suppress these stories. Right. And Elon has tagged several Biden stories as false information on Twitter. So I'm sure when Biden yeah, sends right, out a tweet, right. Elon tags it sometimes and says, no, we can't build a bridge to in the Indian Ocean. Well, that is the perfect clip to go into number four in your hot five here, where Bobby Kennedy over the weekend talked about last week's government censorship debate where his own party tried to censor him. The DNC does not running, want me running against the president. Uh, they, first of all, they, they, you had 102 Congress people signing a letter uh, to the committee chair asking that I not be allowed to speak. So they actually tried to censor a censorship debate. And, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was in the debate for a very good reason, which is that. You've been censored. What? I was, the, you know, I was the key person being censored. I'm all over the judicial decision. And I was clearly censored for political purposes. And, you know, that's something the government is not supposed to do. Yeah, that, is, that was, you talk about irony, right? We're in an ugly time He's right now, man. He's invited to speak at a debate about censorship in front of Congress. And his own, the Wasser, what's her name? Wasserman? Wasserman, Wasserman. Schultz. Yeah, right. Tried to censor him. <laughs> Aaron, a weird, we're in a weird time, man. Yeah, we are. It is weird. It is. Well, cut number five. We've been waiting on this story for a long time, but finally we got it. Maybe Michael Evans will have an update. Jamie Foxx has broken his silence. I just didn't want you to see me like that, man. You know, I want you to see me laughing, having a good time, partying, cracking a joke, doing a movie, television show. I didn't want you to see me with, uh, with tubes running out of me and, and trying to figure out if I was going to make it through. Yeah, I mentioned that even the recovery had setbacks and didn't know. So the stories were correct. But wow, nobody. He did. was in the hospital. They yeah. haven't. He's given no explanation as to what. No, happened. he hasn't. Yeah. But he did mention even in the recovery, he thought there were times when he had setbacks during the. Right. Boy, it was a long time for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad that he's healthy. He's a talent. Isn't it kind of nice that his family did keep it all under wraps for him? Yeah, only two people. I think his sister and his daughter knew what was going on. Well, the daughter wants that inheritance. (laughs) No, but you're right, though. It's good that you have two people you can trust and not leak it out. But I think the lack of transparency made the mystery even more. It drew more attention because it was so secretive. Yeah. What happened? What's wrong? What's, you know? Yeah. Then the anti-vax crowd jumped in. It's because he got the the jab, and the, yeah. we don't know, right? But good for him for just keeping it quiet and keeping his yeah right. Business. You don't need to know. You're allowed well, to have a private life. Yeah, in this we're country, not entitled right. to know. But he's a public figure, Jerry. I didn't see it on Twitter or Instagram, yeah, right. so he doesn't want to tell you. Who cares? And that is your hot five. Tell you what, Jerry. Yes, sir. You know we're uh, iconic rock and Ohio's best rock. You know we've had the label. I think we need to brand ourselves differently. QFM 96, 
We got your lottery stories. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody you, covers if, the lottery like Kepper and Clark. Yeah, folks, if you want to know about God, the lottery, God. we got you covered. Every wow. single newscast. Yes, yeah. the lottery. Oh, my, How big it is, it's coming up. Your payout. It's drawn. Who won? Yes. How what? many how many taxes are taken out? What state did they Every win? Every single day it's lottery lottery. When was lottery. the last time yeah. this was the biggest jackpot? Or bigger hot jackpot. baby names. Yes. <laughs> All right. So usually when there's a TV show out that has the unknown, explains the unknown, it's like ancient aliens and it's crap, right? You watch right. it and you go, eh, this sucks. Well, there's a show out, Jerry. That found a cave, and it's a holy crap moment. This is legit. I'm not making anything up or teasing. This is documented stuff that just came out, and you will lose your crap after Van Halen. Jerry, normally when I see something on TV like new discovery or thousand-year-old treasure, whatever it is, I'm really skeptic. I'm really skeptic of anything on television. You always bring those to the show, yes. You find these... I got caught. The Megalodon really got me, and I'll never let it happen again. Was this on my Hulu? I I officially signed in. My free trial was up yesterday. I'm now getting ready to cut the cord. Oh, you're going to get rid of AT&T? Full full Hulu. You're going to do Hulu TV? Uh, Yes. So no AT&T? Well, I haven't cut it yet. I might give them one more chance. Got you. I could cancel Hulu at any time. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But I found all I need on Hulu. Do you have a contract? Uh, no contract. With AT&T? Yeah. Uh, no. See, no contract with Spectrum either. Right, That's right. a good thing. Right. I'm going to give them one chance to come out. I got you. And fix it. I got you. I went. I think it's user error. No, nothing no, personal I'm to you. Telling you. I'm not attacking. I'm just saying. Well, I, I don't think know it's what user else. I, well, it may be, but I don't know what else I could possibly do other than keep. I mean, I'm just running in circles. Yeah, I hear. Unhooking, downloading, reset. Yeah, I, I hear. Mean, how you. many times you do that before you go? I I don't know what's wrong. Did you reset your router? Uh, absolutely. No, I'm joking. The I'm gateway, joking. everything. No, they blame you right away. Everything. Like- and we, I went through the prompts on the phone with the girl. I got the new equipment, and it's just it's just not right. Yeah, they make you do Something it. Something is off. I remember WoW, and remember WoW before they got taken over? Now they're like Charter or something yeah. like that, right? Breezeway. Breezeway, okay. And people at WoW, you could tell they've just like had enough because they knew they were losing their jobs. And I remember talking to them, and they'd make me, like, unplug, do it, like, three, four times. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. where are we going here? We've done this. And I wouldn't call you. Obviously, I did this two days ago. You know, they see, oh, we see you called about this two days ago. Well, we did the same procedure two days ago yeah, with yeah, each other. Right. And now you're making me do it again. So here's a question. You stream. Does it yes. always stop like that? I mean, it's you're you're on the Internet. The internet goes out. You you do you have no TV, right? Yeah. Cables, damn steady. You're good there. Yep. With the stream, is that common? Where you'll every seven minutes it stops for no, eight it seconds. No, depends on how strong your internet 15, is. Fifteen. See that. And what's see that? I need somebody to come out. So here's an example. Does anybody FaceTime? And does your wife FaceTime? No. Okay. Because I could tell when my computer's running slow when I have multiple kids FaceTime and I'm trying to stream a movie. Ah, yeah. Because FaceTime sucks your internet. Right. And if you have teenagers, they all FaceTime, 
And then I'll text and go, who's FaceTiming? And my daughter will go, how do you know? Yeah. Well, I know because both my, my other son's FaceTiming and I'm, my wife is streaming a movie and I'm trying to stream a movie and you guys are FaceTiming. Yeah. So that'll suck it up. So I'm, no, not really. And if, if I bail on AT&T, can I just take all my equipment, just leave it at the store, go, I'm done? You can hand it in, yeah. Just say, well, they want you to send it in. Well, keep a receipt. I've got three. Because I had that with DirecTV. They said they never received it. And then I showed them the FedEx receipt, and then they dropped it. I think they're programmed to tell you. But I don't have to send three back, right? I just take that into the store. Oh, you can, I guess. Just say, I'm moving. Yeah, do that. I'm done. And they'll go, but I listen to your show every day, Jerry. Don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) But you you saw this on, what was this? I saw this on Netflix. 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 Okay, see, I don't have Netflix. I have Hulu. Okay. Yep. I have the one though. I don't have the Hulu Live. I have the one yeah, that's Hulu with the Live. Disney bundle. It's, it's like sixty nine bucks a month. Yeah, but you get all the channels, yeah, man. Yeah. And the DVR is fantastic. Okay. My DVR sucks with Spectrum. Uh, so I'm watching the show, and it looks interesting, but I'm I'm smelling BS, and it's called Cave of Bones. Cave of. Bones. So I'm watching the trailer, and it says we have found a species, human maybe, ape no. We have found a species 250,000 years old. And I'm like, just bogus. They're going to, like, rake me in, and then I'm going to watch it, and this is going to be the most bogus thing ever. So, and if you've watched this, chime in, 821-9696, like the top show on Netflix, Cave of Bones. So I fell asleep last night watching this, Jerry, but basically what it is is it's this cave in South Africa. And someone can help me fill in because I was, like, half asleep and – and they call, like, they have cha- different chambers, and one's like the Spider-Man's cave chamber because you have to put your hand on top of your head and then your hand on the side and squeeze through sideways to get in. Okay. So this ancient cave. So they found these. All right, I'm looking get at Get in it. the documentary. They're in New York, and these scientists are doing a press conference because they said they found a new species. Not human. They think it's kind of ape. They found a species. Small hands, so it's not ape. But they just don't know what it is. So they, they have it in like a case, a glass case, like a tomb. And so they're in there. Someone's in there, this small little back chamber. And they're moving their hand. And there's a camera over the person's shoulder. Okay. And someone watching the monitor noticed, hey, you uncovered something. When you moved your hand over the dirt, it uncovered something. You didn't see it, but we saw it. So take a brush and... You know, right? So they don't know these fossils are between like four hundred thousand and two hundred fifty thousand years old. They're right? calling it here toward the world's oldest graveyard, and it's yes. not human. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. So they realized that this species buried its dead, dug a hole, buried its dead. So they're saying it's not human. They're saying larger brain, smaller hands, not ape characteristics of human i my guess would be it's like the neanderthal man like a chain of where we developed not ape not human as we know it but just a different species of human but they had they did have burials for the dead right? yes or this that's is what they so say. this is the proven Prove proof. So there had to be they some sort of circle. civility there some sort of intelligence yes so they had to be somewhat human if they, obviously they believed that in burial, 
So they buried people. They found all these burial chambers, or not chambers, but all these holes where they buried people. And the fossils in the cave could go back 3 million years. Wow. The bodies go back 300,000 years. Do they insinuate that it's possibly alien-driven? No, they think it's like between ape like and man. Like a Neanderthal. Yeah, well, they don't say that. I'm, j- I'm saying that. I'm adding that in. But they say the bone structure, the cranium's bigger than a human, and they have teeth, and they have, like, people. Like, they, well, I shouldn't say people, but they have arms, legs, tiny hands like the Burger King kid. Yeah. And just, but the skull is just super big. But they're saying there's no way it can be eight because of the tall, tiny yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you watch this, help us out, 821 They've animated it somewhat. Yeah. To show what they what it would have looked like. Back then. Yes. But it's just amazing. Then I saw so I'm researching this, Jerry. Wow. And then I find another cave in South Africa. And it was discovered in the fifties. And what what they're claiming, these scientists are claiming that people lived a million years ago, five hundred thousand years ago. And what happened, they lived in these caves, and the vegetation has covered the holes to the cave, the entrances to the cave, trees, bushes, whatever. And there's probably caves all over the place people lived in, but we can't find them because everything grew over 500,000 years. Caved in, trees, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Boy, the hands are tiny, huh? Yeah, super tiny. That's the number one show on Netflix right now. Yeah, and I've only watched like the first 20 minutes, and then I felt I was really intrigued by it. Because you're really, they go deep in this cave, and I'm sure over the years it's kind of sunken, and you can't get to it. But how many caves are around? Maybe they're in the United States? Yeah, this is at uh, Rising Star Cave in South Africa. Wow. Truly amazing. Check that out. Netflix documentary, Unknown Cave of Bones. And they just found it like 2013. It's only like 10 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they might have found it in the 70s. 300,000 years old, yeah. But they haven't really done digging like this for the past 10. And they have to go super slow. 1,500 specimens evacuated from the cave, 300 bone fragments. Little monkey people. Yeah. (laughs) Known to bury their dead 300,000 years ago. Yeah, tiny little hands. It's kind of like Richard. He has tiny hands. Yes. (laughs) And they're not saying it's ape, and they're not saying it's human. So I know a whole new species of person, huh? Now, are there drawings on the wall and stuff? Was was this their calendar? What is this? See, I didn't watch the, the entire thing. Yeah. Was there like little tombstone grave type things no no they just buried them in circles they dug a circle a hole in the ground and then buried their they're dead in there and they it's so hard to get in you have to be skinny i you couldn't fit rich neither could i and you have to position your body to get in and you can't have tons of people in there and probably because of avalanches and cave-ins this is probably a bigger cave at one point but they're way in the back probably to protect themselves Animals can't get in. They were probably the prey. Tens of thousands of years apart, you got Neanderthals, followed by the Homo naledi. naledi they had a chimney shoot. And then Homo sapien. And each... They every- found a room 30 feet underground. 
Yeah, they all use the same cave. Yep. Is what they're saying. And then the markings on the wall are every ten they they're I need to finish up. I just they couldn't. carbon dated it, it says, and it all represents tens of thousands of years apart where different these different beings used lit, it for years. Like cave. we're talking yeah. decades, right? Or centuries. Yeah, they were just squatters. They weren't even paying rent. <laughs> yeah. They just moved right in. Andy watched it last <laughs> night. What's up, Andy? Hi, Andy. How you doing? Good. Panties. Panties. Tell us about this documentary. Because it's legit. It's not ancient aliens crap. No, no, no. You need to watch the rest of it because then they found another corpse or body, but they didn't take it out in bones. They wrapped it in plaster and took it out and then did an MRI on it. And it, it shows it's a child, but then again, it shows a hand tool that they made that they buried with it. A hand tool? So was this maybe like a worker and they put the tool in his hand? Uh the, the way they were talking is they gave it the tools so when it proceeded in life, through the afterlife, it had a tool to work with. So they, they believed they in God, some type of God. Exactly. And there was, they did find markings on the wall. Yes. Because the, 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 the narrator that said he'd never go down in there ended up going down in there. Really? Oh, yeah. You need to finish watching it. It's good. So you thought it was fascinating and legit? I did. I sure did, yes. So How many episodes? Or, one. It's, it's just, just one. It's just like a movie, it's a documentary. Okay. Yeah, just one. Right, right on. And so what are they it's, saying? They're saying it's not ape and it's not human. Exactly. It's like Jerry said, a little monkey. Wow. But obviously, people. obviously it had to be more advanced, though, because they're, they had tools and they're burying the, right? Yeah. Yes, they 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 uncovered a fire pit with animal bones in it, like they were cooking their food in it. Gotcha. Now here is a review, guys. I read a, a knock on it that says researchers uh, in documentaries like this, especially for these streaming services, they unnecessarily put showmanship over science, and it's frustrating. That they put a little, uh, well, they, they're making a yeah, they're making still a, a movie film you have at the to. end of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's still what they find is what they find. Right. Yeah, this is interesting. But, but, but the way they have to get down into that burial tomb, this is no reality TV. Um, yeah. So do they? So when stuff. when you're at the end of the chamber, because there's a couple chambers, right? There's like right. you go through an area, it's open. Then you got to crawl through an area, then it's open, and then you crawl through another area, then it's open. Do they think that there might be another area and it just closed up? It like avalanched in. They never they never went that far, but you don't know. Got ya. Thanks, so Andy. Is, how does oh, that predate uh, the pyramids and stuff? I think they're older than the pyramids because I mean, the. Yeah. Yeah, pyramids right. are like 2000 yep. AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 300,000 years ago. Yeah, so yeah, way, yeah. way, yeah. way before yeah. the pyramids. Sure, sure. Yeah, dinosaur, dinosaur right. stuff. Yeah, because they what they said in the documentary I saw, Andy, in the beginning, that they didn't think any species like this who could think would be even around back then. And, and, yeah, exactly. And that's what they were saying. Scientists don't want to say, yes, it's human life form. But now that they found a hand tool, they got to change their mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, thanks for Andy. listening, dude. Appreciate yeah. it. Pretty good, Andy.
Because it can't be, it can't really be an animal, be, right? So it's got to be some type of subhuman. The bones that I'm looking at here are very human-like, though. Yes. Yes. And I just I think mean, a just bigger tiny, skull. Just tiny. Yeah. But the skull is humongous. They say the brain is humongous. Like a big brain. Yeah. Like a gigantic brain. Pretty fascinating. I got to finish the rest of it today. Cave of bones. Yeah. Boy, and if we started, if we started really looking, because usually the way these things work is they get funded and then the scientists come in and they take like 30, 40 years of the pyramid. They're still unearthing the pyramids. They're screwing with the pyramids. But boy, what if we really went nuts? And governments put in money and did a, if they're in China putting together a skyscraper in 30 days, you're telling me we can't go all in and start getting boots on the ground and start finding out how civilization started with proof, not a scientist just guessing, talking proof of like this thing, 300,000 years ago, there were people, we have proof. Ape-like creatures who practice complex burial rituals in South Africa. Dude, as yeah. a tool. There's markings on the wall. Yeah. What did they eat? Yeah, that skull is pretty. It's definitely large for that body. Yeah. Yeah. And they have full bodies. I, I didn't watch long enough to see where they keep them, probably in a museum or maybe a facility where they study it. But they have full bodies. Arms, legs, ribs, pelvis. You know, they have a full-on skeletal remains of something. Cave of bones, Tor. Cave of bones. Yeah. I'm on that. Maybe I should do that, Jerry. Do become an archaeologist? Becoming an archaeologist. Where a my paleoanthropologist? In- I think I could do that, right? <laughs> What's your qualification, sir? Well, I've watched four documentaries, and I've completed eight seasons I of Oak Island. Indiana Jones four <laughs> times, and, and I, I watch yeah, Oak Island. Island. <laughs> All right, we are back. What a beautiful Monday morning. Welcome back to your work, Wig. You're listening for uh, Sticks this morning. Fifth row up for grabs, 821-9696 when you hear a little Sticks, and you'll be in to join us for our birthday show a week from Wednesday at the fair. Now, what is it, Uh, 7.34? Let's do a little laughter at 34 after. Brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Here is uh, comedian Jim Brewer. Girls, do yourselves a favor. Don't ever bring us anywhere to pick anything out, ever. <laughs> ever. You don't need us there. You know, I really need you here. I need you. We're getting mad, especially like engaged. Like, we get engaged. Wouldn't you want to pick our future stuff out? Our home? Wouldn't it be great? Like, no. <laughs> you don't need me there. Did you see the way I lived before you came in my life? Or bring a cow, you're gonna get the same response. You see it sitting there like me. Now this is this is where I really need your help. And it always ends the same way. This is where I need your help, okay? Pay attention. This is our future, okay? Now I was thinking if we get like these type of curtains, because they have all different little sunflowers in them, then we can always change the room and you know bring out all the colors in the room and you know and we could all different things and we constantly build to it and just. <laughs> can you act like you're halfway interested? Because it's not about me. It's about me and you and our future. 
future, and that's why we're here. This is the future of a home. And if you don't care now, then you're not gonna care about it. No, don't touch me. Forget everything. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. It is Shark Week. Love it. Discovery Channel all week long. Looking forward to talking to them. We've had him on before. Paul DeGelder. He's a uh, Navy diver, shark ta- uh, shark attack survivor, author, motivational speaker. Paul, what's going on? Hello, Paul. Welcome back. G'day, fellas. How are you? Good. I'm looking at these photos. You, Dude, you're like a superhero. <laughs> I'm like a James Bond supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> well, another year of Shark Week on Discovery. Are you are hosting? Uh, do I have that correct? You and Jason both. Uh, oh, I I get to present or host on a couple of different new shows, but our overall host for Shark Week is Jason Momoa, which is pretty rad to have Aquaman on Shark Week. Yes. Did you get to meet him at all? Did you guys hang out, do anything together? I didn't. I don't think he actually did a show. I think he just did, like, the promotions and little bits here and there. But He's just yeah, a pretty face. Nice a big, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's not too many celebrities that I would, you know, really care about that much. But Jason Momoa, I reckon we could drink some beers together. Oh, absolutely. I, with doing Shark Week and you're a shark attack survivor, have you kind of made that your specialty? You know, because you've taken a negative with, you know, being attacked and turned into a positive. I mean, you fed them, you swim with them, you learn about them. I mean, you've really taken a tragic event and then turned it into something you've kind of, you know, gone with. Yeah, man, that's just the flow of life. I actually had no desire to work with sharks whatsoever. Uh, after the attack, I just wanted to go back to work with the Navy. Um, fortunately, they allowed me to give, provide them the opportunity to show that I could still do part of my job and work as an instructor. But then over the years, Discovery Channel came along, uh, motivational speaking came along, and even though... My two greatest fears in life were sharks and public speaking. I thought, you know what, I've got to try these new things and get over these fears. And so I gave it a little go. I dipped my toe in the water, so to speak, and discovered this whole new career that I now get to thrive in. I get paid to travel the world, have adventures, talk on stage and motivate and inspire people. So, you know, through the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life has come some of the greatest opportunity. That is an outstanding uh, attitude. So as a teen, uh, catch everybody up. As a teenager, you're kind of a wild child. You join the uh, the Australian uh, Army as a paratrooper. How do you go from paratrooper into the water with the shark? When did you make a transit? You joined a special unit, or what happened there? Yeah, I just kind of got sick of being dirty and smelly and hot and pooping in a hole all the time. Uh, and I just, I, I, you know, I wanted to do something else, but I didn't want to leave the military, so I kept my ear to the ground, and I discovered this elite group called the Clearance Divers. I didn't know that much about them. Uh, I knew no one looked directly at them, and I just thought, all right, I'll give it a go. I didn't really, I didn't even know that much about them when I joined. I just, you know, I was a good swimmer because my dad was a cop uh, and a swimming instructor, and so I thought, oh, surely I'll be okay at diving as well. Um, and I gave it a crack, and I passed the first couple of courses by the skin of my teeth and then went on to the selection course, kind of like the Navy SEALs, BUDS, and Hell Week. Um, and I passed that as well and went on to 
47 weeks of clearance diver training where you learn to do everything from underwater and land-based explosive ordnance disposal, maritime tactical operations, battle damage repair, mine countermeasures. So very, very vast role. And I loved it. It was so much more complicated, so much more involved. And everyone that you work with in the teams is a leader. And so you're not treated like a, an infantry pleb where you just have to follow orders. You get to be a part of every single mission and, and job and um, tactic that you're uh, employing. How long were you deployed or training before the shark attack? Um, I was in the Army for five years, and then the Navy up until that point. I actually stayed in the Navy for another three years, but up until that point it was about four. So I'd done nine years in the military. Then I turned up to work one day to do a seemingly boring job in Sydney Harbour, and while I'm swimming in the water, a 10-foot bull shark came up from underneath me, grabbed me by my hand and my back of my leg in, my, in the same bite, and decided it wanted them more than I did. And so I thought that was a bit rude. But uh, fortunately, I didn't die. I did think that it was going to kill me while I was being drowned and eaten alive. But you know, my teammates rendered first aid. The paramedics whisked me off to hospital. Uh, and fortunately, I'm here today to spread the word, work on Shark Week, and continue to have adventures. Is wow. Bull Shark the unpredictable shark? You know, because we know a lot about it, people say, well, that shark won't hurt you or that shark's not dangerous. Is the Bull Shark the wild card? Let me put it this way. When I'm in the water, whether it's great whites, hammerheads, tigers, the Bull Sharks are the one that I keep my eye on. And, and is, it, we, is it true that they have to think that you're a seal or something that they don't naturally go after humans or do bull sharks? Well, that's true for uh, great whites generally. They, you know, all sharks generally know their food. And if you're in clear water, it's much easier for them to tell you apart. Um, the bull sharks are not so much into eating seals. But, you know, they'll eat anything they can get their hands on, very much like the tiger sharks. Um, the bull sharks are more so eating fish and, you know, they live in the waterways as well, in the estuaries. They go into that brackish water where the, the fresh yeah. water meets the salt water. It gets very murky. And then into the rivers as well, because there's not a lot of competition. You know, they can give birth there. Their, their pups don't have a lot of other animals that'll kill them. So, yeah, they're, you know, they're sketchy. Whatever they turn up on the side, I always keep an eye on them, but... That's true with all, you know, apex predators. You don't just go wandering out into the woods and not be concerned about bears and wolves and yeah. things like that, you know? It's like these me are, hungry, Jerry. Yeah, it's like when I need food, when it's like, hungry, yeah, when I'm stay hungry, out of Paul, his way yeah. <laughs> uh, Shark Week's going on in Discovery. Paul DeGelder's <laughs> with us. Hey, so, Paul, when it comes to, you know, as a society, we take a subject, we study it, we want to learn about it. When it comes to sharks, how far along are we? Do we know everything about them? Or are we just scratching the surface with sharks? I think we've got a, a pretty good knowledge about sharks, but with the fact that there's over 500 species means that we've got a lot more research to go before we know everything. And, you know, finding out where they mate, where they pup, how they travel, how, like how do they know where to go? You know, it's very much like turtles that turn up to the same beach that they were born at without ever having been back there. 
Now, learning about all of these incredible, almost Jedi-like skills that sharks have, it just, it'll keep us fascinated for decades, I think. And they're such incredible and beautiful animals yeah. to swim with and dive with and interact with that, you know, hopefully we get to continue this for a long time. I was down in the Gulf of Mexico a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, the media doesn't help with giving sharks a bad image. I mean, I think the statistic is what? More people die of bee stings let alone car accidents or down there, there was a couple of sightings and all the tourists were buzzing about it. And I was talking to a couple of captains at the Marina and they were like, that's the, the least of the last. There's so many more things that'll get you, whether it's on the water, on the beach or in the state of Florida before a shark, the media doesn't really help with the portrayal of sharks, does it? But it sells. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, we do have, it's, it's a little bit different now. We do have some reporters, and journalists on the sides of sharks, you know, they get it. And that's why it's important for me to come on and talk to you guys and explain it all, because you're so right. The, the sharks are one of the least of our worries that we need to worry about in this life. You, you've literally got more chance of dying in a car accident on the way to the beach to go swimming. And so really, right. just keep uh, our, our focus on the things that really matter. Drive safely, slow down, be a little more careful in everyday life. And leave the sharks alone. Let them do their thing. Well, Paul, we appreciate it. Looking forward to Shark Week this week to Discovery Channel. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure, guys. Don't let July 24th fool you. It's not just any day. Time for some tequila. It's National Tequila Day. Tequila. It is National Tequila Day, and I'm pretty sure it's 5 o'clock somewhere. National Tequila Day. Tequila! Tequila slammer. Where's the lime in the salt, right? <laughs> what was tequila? Lousy tequila. Gives me a headache. Happy National Tequila Day. Tequila all around. It's showtime. <laughs> it's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Yeah, and should I tell people, Jerry? Should I tell people... That this hour, fifth row sticks tickets. Uh, yeah, you could should tease that. Them? Absolutely. Or should we just say no? Nine. No, we're going to do it this hour, and we might even All be right, in the middle fine. of a conversation, and yeah, we might play o'clock. a stick song. Sure. We're going to switch it up, so you have to listen from now till eight fifty nine fifty. And fifth row today. That's a good thing. Right before Clark's two lottery stories. Down to the. <laughs> we don't miss well, a beat when Christie's gone. Somebody's got to do. We don't pick miss up that lottery. We're, we're uh, very consistent. Yes. We're your lottery information right. station. If I hear another lottery story on this station, I would say I'll pull out my it's hair. Every but yeah. every single news. Your lottery, lottery station. Yeah. No well, one's for gonna a while win it. there. It was gas prices, yes. so maybe we're better off. Your lottery station. Yes. I got fooled today. I. <laughs> And this is what happens when you you get up early and you're looking on the internet at 4 in the morning. See headline, and I got fooled. Headline, Elon to change logo to X. Well, I thought to myself, well, I have a Tesla. Is he going to change the T on the Tesla? And what does that do to my car? <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my car's going to be outdated. You got the old car with the T. The new cars have the X. Yeah. No, you stupid idiot. It's for Twitter. He's getting rid of the bird. Twitter and the little bird the going bye-bye. A yes. tweet will now be called an X, and the entire platform will be X. And people are losing their mind. I don't I don't know why. You're ruining Twitter. It's an X now. Stupid. Yeah, I don't know. So we I was kinda on to something. People though. will still call them tweets though, yeah. right? And Threads is dying on a vine. You saw that, right? No, yeah. That it had I an haven't. initial boost and now it's kinda 
dying on the vine or threads or whatever. I noticed my kid started a thread account. He's got six followers. I go, come on, kid. You're on Instagram. You have 2,000. Yeah, you Elon. You threads. You got six. Elon says a tweet will be called an X and followers will be called viewers. There you go. Viewers. Nothing How wrong about with that. that? Yeah, he's going to. He's got plans for that whole platform. Yeah. And it's going to be more than just social media. But it got him in trouble with the government, which you will hear in the Hot Five. Also in the Hot Five, Roger Waters uh, redid the entire Dark Side of the Moon and will have his new version of Money coming up at 840 as well. I mean, I I don't like it. I mean, I like Like that that we have it. Yes. Yes. I'm with you on that. People really get defensive when we do the show if we don't like a group and people like take it personal. Like, dude, when you meet people in life, not every, all your, four your friends, you don't like everything you like. People have difference of opinion. Boy, that it seems, though, the Pink Floyd and the Grateful Dead fans really get angry if you don't like their bands. Uh, yeah, yeah. They really take it There's personal. There's a lot of that. We're not saying that they're not good. It's just not for me. Did you see the uh, lead singer for Greta Van Fleet came out? Oh, he did months and, ago, though. And no, nobody... Nobody cares. Nobody absolutely... Who cares? No one cares. Yeah, but on the heels of the new album last week. Gotcha. Yeah. No one cares, though. No, nobody cares. Like Cars. I make right. fun of Cars, and I only say after their first two albums, they got poppy in the 80s, and I don't like, like, oh, oh, it's magic, and you might think I don't like it. I hate it. Yeah. You went from, like, being a good rock band to being a pop band. And yet the car fan, Cars fans aren't mad at me because they know new cars sucked as well. Uh, Rich, can you grab the Jason Aldean? Uh, he was in Cincy over the weekend, and he addressed from the stage during the show the whole controversy. And, I mean, that's all blown out of proportion as well, right? No, it's blown out of proportion because they made it political. And then celebrities started making tweets yeah, about like it. Taking, taking sides. It's like, and, what? Uh, all right, so I know... This about country music. I know Jason A. D. L. Dean's a top star, right? But what they did with this, the haters, if you hate Jason L. Dean and you disagree with the video, whatever, that's your right. You made him by this cancel culture uh, world we live in. You've made him a mega. You made him even bigger. He's even bigger. If you if you're CNNs, the MSNBC, the media that's trying the view, the people that are trying to yeah. destroy him, you made him so much bigger. You what? did. You made him bigger. Here here he is. Uh, Friday night in Cincy, Torg. I love my country. I love my family, and I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. Here's what I want to say. A lot of things out there, and one thing I love, you guys know how it is this day and age, cancel culture is a thing. That's something that if people don't like what you say, they try and make sure that they can cancel you, which means try and ruin your life, ruin everything. One thing I saw this week was a bunch of country music fans that could see through a lot of the bullshit, all right? I saw country music fans rally like I've never seen before, and it was pretty badass to watch. I gotta say, thank you guys so much. Well, Jerry, in Jason. look at sports, they try to do it to Pat Fitzgerald. We do not know in the sports world what Pat Fitzgerald knew in the hazing, but the media people assumed he knew everything. We gotta destroy him. We gotta fire him. We gotta. Same with Jason Aldean. It's the mob mentality of you yeah. disagree with something. 
so you have to destroy them. I, I've seen the video. Did you see the lady's uh, email to us? The complaint from Friday's show when we talked yeah, about Yeah, but she this? was wrong. She was factually wrong. I didn't wrong. understand what she was. It didn't make sense. I couldn't follow no, the don't, don't give those people. Don't give pe- no, stupid people time. Respond. Don't even mention it because it's stupid. It, yeah. She doesn't make sense. It was really stupid. It was. So yeah. we don't mention yeah. stupid. Um, with this, with the whole candidate, he is bigger now than ever before. The, uh, you know, the world we live in and, is weird, isn't it? Uh, it really kind of is. It really is. Yes. And and listen, the thing with the what's pissing people off is they think he is saying. Now, look, there's no doubt about it, Jerry. In 2020, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They were protesting, and the protests became riots, right? People died. Like, t- over 25 people died. Now, Jason Aldean is not saying, I don't even like the song. Uh, just yeah, The right. song's not good. You might think it's good, and that's cool. I just, eh. uh, he's He's not saying Black Lives Matter or Antifa killed anyone, but people died. We don't know who killed. Some of these people dead don't even have a... Find a killer. So he's not saying Black Lives Matter activists killed anyone. He's just pointing out there were riots for no reason. You know, there was a reason for the protests, but there should have been no deaths or destruction of property. It happened here in Columbus. So he's just pointing out that crap doesn't happen in a smaller town, right? Yeah, the setting for the video, a little insensitive. uh, Totally. That's That's on him. Totally insensitive. You could have had the and setting CMT anywhere. And CMT overreacted and then made it worse. Uh, yeah. I mean, and now they're going to feel it. CMT's going to feel it, man. Yeah. But they I mean, Blake are. Shelton, he's got a lot of support. Jason does. Yeah. Yeah. Bad choice to film the video. And, Horrible choice. And before we That's got- on him. Before we got out of here Friday, Tony Bennett passed. He did. Legend. We, we had just signed off or we're in the process. Right, because you told me about what quarter till ten, ten yep. till ten, about nine twenty. Tony Bennett passed, gave it to and Christie. I think he'd been in a bad oh for a long way time for quite some time. Yeah, dementia really bad. Right, right, and that's probably what he did. Well, old, you're ninety six. Yeah, know. sixteen Grammys. He had a hell of a career, man. He did. Now, would you go see a guy like Tony Bennett? I he's would a legend. have. I would have absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I never did, but I would have. Have you seen an artist like that? He hadn't been. You've seen Bublé or whatever his name is, Michael Bublé. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. seen My him. My wife's right? a fan. Yeah, well, you got to yeah, take the he's wife. He's good. Or like now, but Gaga was really tight with Tony. Yes, they did. They toured. Yeah, did a lot she, of stuff. She together. helped him quite a bit in his. Now, what happened to Harry Connick? Because at one point he was considered that genre's next guy. Then he did a talk show. Then it just... Yeah, he's just kind of a New Orleans jazzy. He's a hell of a piano player. Yeah, but he couldn't sell out an, a stadium or an arena, no, right? No, no, Palace? No. Yeah, he could do okay. the Palace, I would think. But boy, wasn't right? he the next big thing yeah, at one point? Yeah, he was going to be. He was going to be, yeah. He married that Victoria's Secret model. That's I think what they're happened. still married. That's what happened. What was her? Jill Goodacre. A beautiful woman was will derail your career. She was some. Yeah. Why leave the house? Yeah. A beautiful <laughs> woman will derail your career. <laughs> All right. No Michael Thank Evans. He is sick. And he didn't send an he M- MP3. So really, really wrong. That's why we gave you your lottery update. Hey, and guess what? Next news won't change either.
Yep. <laughs> lottery, by the way. Did you know? Turns out. Lottery. Yes. Lottery. Um, so no Michael Evans. We just want to point that out today. Okay. Maybe we'll do it later if he remembers to email us. We could play sticks. Oh, well. Yeah, well, let's find out. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Cranked up by Columbus Car Audio and Accessories. Morse Road near Easton, Main Street in Middlesburg, or ColumbusCarAudio.com. All right, let's get going with today's Hot Five. Five audio cuts coming your way. Now, some are saying it's a conspiracy. Now that I've seen the play, it was a legit call. Lionel Messi scored the game-winning goal for Miami during stoppage time. It called for a little infraction there. No yellow card, but then Messi got a freak freak kick. It was pretty close. Top of the circle there and brought it home. Messi! Put it up in any other way! Magnificent! I think it's so cool that he's in MLS. Yeah, pretty sweet goal. No one was touching that. Just great. And we won't have a Columbus visit this season, right? No, we won't. But no, we'll we get him in the All-Star game here. Ah, that's true. Yes. Boy, what a goal, though. What a goal. Yeah, that place uh, went absolutely bananas when that went down. Did you see him at Whole Foods? No one knew who he was. There's pictures and videos of him at Whole Foods. I bet he Foods. enjoys that. I bet he loves it. Yeah, because he would get mobbed back, you know, in the UK. Yeah, what a beautiful curve on that ball, man. Boy, the great, the GOAT, you get to see him. All right, clip number two teased you with this earlier this morning. Roger Waters has re-recorded Dark Side of the Moon. Now, he didn't do it note for note. It's not meant to replace the original, all right, so calm down. It's just celebrating the 50th anniversary. Yeah, 1973 it came out, all right? Here is uh, the reimagined Roger Waters version of Money. Sand or something there, man. That was slow. Oof da. Well, yesterday, Elon Musk announced that he's changing the Twitter logo to X. And over the weekend, President Joe Biden said, I'm going to investigate Elon. Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh is worthy of being looked at 
Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth being looked at. Uh, and uh, um, and uh, but that's all I'll say. So he's refusing to suppress information that you're asking him to do. So you're going to invest. Is that what we're doing? Private citizens, we're going to start investigating them. He's going to be for what? He hasn't done anything. Nothing wrong. wrong. No proof. How about looking into Hunter? Wow. Your own damn kid. How about looking at himself? Control your monkey there, Joe. That's amazing. That's communisto stuff, man. When you're a political party and you start hunting down (laughs) private citizens because they're not paying along, playing along. Wow. Oof. Be and scared, man. That's scary. If if you thought Trump was scary and you're sitting there, you hate you Trump haters, and you thought Trump was scary, this is scary when you're investigating private citizens. No proof. Right? Just not playing along. And we'll keep along those lines for clip number four here because Bobby Kennedy uh, Jr. talked about last week's government censorship uh, debate where his own party tried to censor him. The DNC does not running, want me running against the president. Uh, they, first of all, they, they, you had 102 congresspeople signing a letter uh, to the committee chair asking that I not be allowed to speak, so they actually tried to censor a censorship debate. And, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was in the debate for a very good reason, which is that... You've been first, censored. Well, I was, <laughs> the, you know, I was the key person being censored. I'm all over the judicial decision. And I was clearly censored for political purposes. And, you know, that's something the government is not supposed to do. Yeah, strange times, Tor. No it's doubt super about weird. it. You super think it's going to just continue to get yes. weirder and weirder until 24 well, election? Well, as long as Trump we're, and Biden are still, still in it, yeah. as long as those two guys are that's still true. in it, we are going to be same old, same old. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Uh, cut number five, Jamie Foxx gave us some good news over the weekend. I just didn't want you to see me like that, man. You know, I want you to see me laughing, having a good time, partying, cracking a joke, doing a movie, television show. I didn't want you to see me with uh, with tubes running out of me and, and trying to figure out if I was going to make it through. That's a bizarre story. Everyone was quiet. Yeah, it was so mysterious, right? If he had a stroke, he had a stroke, and now he's well, or better, anyways. Why all the... Doesn't want anyone to know, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Personal business. Pretty uh, good for him, though. Yeah, I agree. And he's back, and I think he's filming a... Everybody uh, loves Jamie Foxx, right? absolutely. Hell of an actor. Oh, what's this? Biden is investigating Jamie Foxx. Super weird. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He refused to come to the White House. He refused to tell Joe what was wrong. He's investigating. That's your hot five. Getting you up to speed with what's happening in the world of rock. It's Sal's Rock Report on QFM 96. He's the head of rock program at Premier Radio Network. Sal, what's up, my friend? Hello, Sal. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. How's everybody? Good, good, good. good. A good report I'm looking at here. Where do you begin, George? Yeah, well, we'll start with George, George, George. Yeah. Now, have you ever uh, interviewed him one-on-one? They say, and I'd always heard, I didn't find it to be the case, that he can be difficult. I found it the case. Uh, Yeah, well, we're referring to George Thurgood. George Thurgood, Um, right? Yeah, he's an interesting character. Matter of fact, I just did interview him uh, this past February aboard the Rock Legends cruise, and uh, it was okay. You know, I I can't complain. Uh, But I could could see why... uh, 
you know, it could be difficult or odd. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's getting up there now. And if he was grumpy at 50, certainly. Hell, 20 years at, ago at, he was grumpy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. at 73, I can just imagine. So what was his sickness? Do we know? He was he had to cancel? No, yeah. So we don't know. So basically what it, what is going on is that he is back on the road after canceling a month of dates in the spring due to what was uh, reported as, quote, a very serious medical condition, close quote. Uh, so while not disclosing the nature of his ailment, ailment, in a recent interview, he said he is doing well, adding that he better be. The doctor signed off, allowing me to go on the road. I had an issue that was of intense importance. So you have to sit and you have to take a grip on your mortality or, in most cases, your lack of immortality. That comes first. Just the idea that I have to get through that, let alone then strap on a guitar and go out. And as you said, he is 73. Sadly, he lost his wife at 34 years, Maria, to cancer in 2019. But uh, the good news is he's up and about on the road, and he now heads to the West Coast starting tomorrow night out in California. You know what I did not know about him, Sal, is because I think we were preparing for an interview with him, and he stiffed us last time. Uh, he has not. He wrote, he's wrote a couple of his songs, but all his big, big hits written by someone else. Yeah, yeah, George is notorious for taking other people, you know, having that uh, gift, if you will, to take some even obscure songs yeah. and turn them into hits. But uh, uh, he did write his biggest one, Bad to the Bone. That, I believe, uh, is self-penned. But George never pretended to be a songwriter, you know. His, his whole love was for the blues and to entertain sure. and to, as I said, take other folks' songs and just, you know, make them hits and He's made a career out of it. Yeah, and you tour, you make money. That's exactly it. Yep. And boy, this next story, I love this, Sal. Go ahead. Yeah, this one is, is good. Now, speaking of making money, and you'll see why I say that here in a second. So in 1973, Steely Dan recorded a jingle for Schlitz Beer. Though it was never used, it's come to light as part of the archives of their late recording engineer, Roger Nichols, which you might remember I reported on sure. this last month. Now, Steely producer Gary Katz, he tells the expanding Dan newsletter that it was soon after reeling in the years that someone called and asked the guys if they would write a song for the Schlitz commercial. He says, Donald Fagan said, okay, but we're going to write it, by which he meant they did not want to do a commercial somebody else wrote. Okay. Now, guitarist Jeff Skunk Baxter, who was in the band then, says they were pretty young in their career, so everybody was reaching out for whatever opportunities there were. All right, now the jingle starts with Baxter talking in Spanish, which Fagan then translates. However, one reason it was scrapped by Schlitz was reportedly because Baxter's word for grab, Koga, I hope I'm saying that right, C-O-G-E-R, is slang for sexual intercourse. Let's give it a listen. Cuando yo regreso de un día muy duro de trabajo. When I get home from a hard day's work. Yo cojo por todos los ambientes que puedo. He says he likes to grab for all the gusto he can get. Porque solo se hace la vuelta una vez nada más. Cause you only go around one time. Okay. Okay. Once around life. Once around, me, once around me, <laughs> Love it. I'll buy one. That is great. 
<laughs> and now, uh, th- this actually goes on for close to two minutes, <clears throat> and uh, you can, you know, you can, it's on YouTube, of course, like everything else in the world. Sure. Uh, but so in June, the daughters of Roger Nichols they posted that unreleased Steely song that I had previously reported on the second arrangement, and so this was part of, uh, I guess, whatever they found amongst their father's archives. So yeah, that's. Steely Dan doing a Schlitz beer jingle back in 1973. <laughs> that is awesome. When it kicks into full Steely oh, that there, that's great. so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It, exactly. It's got the touch. No doubt. You know who it is. That's yeah. for sure. Even, yeah. even in a commercial, you know who it is. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, knowing who it is, uh, we're going to switch gears now and talk about Queen and Dolly Parton's version of we Are the Champions slash We Will Rock You off her forthcoming album, Rockstar. Though, of course, they are two separate songs, the way we know them as they are presented on Queen's 1977 album, News of the World, has We Will Rock You followed by We Are the Champions. In Dolly's version, she adds a little bit of We Will Rock You at the end. I've paid my dues Time after time sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my shifts and kicked in my face but I've come a particular sporting event or why they wrote the we are the champions do you know the history behind that i do not no they did not write it uh, no um they did not write it for uh any particular sporting event or anything and especially we will rock you um which which both are now synonymous with sporting events yeah. but then uh, the reason they wrote we will rock you was because they wanted to incorporate fan participation and so out of that idea grew the stomping and the clapping. And then, of course, now, well, you put that into an arena with 20,000 people, and guess what? You got fan participation. Yeah. And, and then, uh, of course, then, yeah, years later, like uh, some other songs, not a lot, but some other songs, those two have just become synonymous back-to-back uh, with sporting events. And the other thing is, it's funny, in, in this country, most radio stations will play the two songs back-to-back. Mm-hmm. But if you go elsewhere, you won't hear it that way. You'll just either hear one or the other. So it's kind of interesting. Well, that's why uh, America's the greatest country in the world. That's why right there, Sal. Th- there you go. We know how to segue. Yep. And that was about <laughs> all that album had. News of the World was not a great album. Yeah, there weren't too many others on there, but yeah. those two definitely right. uh, Stuck carried out. it now, it's, yeah it's interesting you know as i'm sitting here listening to dolly sing that there's so many other queen songs that she probably i mean 
tie your mother down, killer queen. You know, she, yeah. she probably could have done a, a good job with some of those, but that's what she chose. And so this new album of hers, Rockstar, which basically is her doing rock and roll, it contains 30 tracks, contributions from McCartney, Ringo Starr, Sting, Mickley with Peter Frampton, uh, Richie Sambora, Tyler, Steve Perry, Steve Perry, goes on and on. It'll be out on November 17th, so uh, that's going to be an interesting compilation. And she's certainly building up to it. That's about the fourth or fifth track now she's released from it. So the, okay. if she's done 30, we got a ways to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, and, and speaking of uh, you know new music, if you will, from some of our favorites, England's Classic Rock Magazine, they've compiled a list of the 50 best rock albums of the year so far. And if you're looking to check out anything new by some of the folks that you've listened to for years and years, and they suggest you grab a copy of uh, Def Leppard's Drastic Symphonies, which has them redoing some of their classics, classics backed by the uh, by, by a symphony yeah. orchestra. Uh, Foo Fighters, but here we are. Ian Hunter's Defiance Part 1. Jethro Tull's Rock Flute. John Mellencamp's Orpheus Descending. Metallica's 72 Seasons. And from, yes, their new album, Mira to the Sky. Well, there you go. So That's a lot. Open the Schlitz. Yeah, crack open a Schlitz and go check out some of those albums. You All got right. it, Thanks, Sal. Sal. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, so homework assignment for everyone. If you have Netflix, watch Cave of Bones today. We talked about it earlier in the show. Uh, we can't call it human. I don't think even if it was human that they would call it that because that would blow off science. It's not what we've taught. That's not what scientists teach. 350,000-year-old species, hands, legs, tool sure in the Sure looked human. The bones sure did. Looks, yeah, they did. I'll say human. What, what did I text you? The lister came in and said they were the... I sent you a text. It was like a prehistoric person that... No, fought. he said they were pygmies. Yeah. It's a human, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pygmies. Little people. Yeah, little people. Yeah. So... That was just a guess on their part, but yeah, maybe it's. But the heads were really big. Uh correct. On these people, correct. I think the heads were normal, but the bodies were so small. No, the the heads were bigger than our heads. Big. Oh, they were bigger than yes. our current heads. Yes, bigger. Is it possible brains. to have bigger heads than us? Well, <laughs> not really, but yes. <laughs> So, yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to watch the rest of it today. Looks, yeah. looks pretty damn cool. So Give that's us your a, homework. a full report, and tomorrow we're going to talk a little uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yes, we are. We're going to have a, a guest on who the was- The director uh, of film. Yeah, he was uh, around in the early days for SRV and his brother Jimmy, and we'll, we'll hook up with him. This is the first time Jimmy's spoken about his brother on any type of documentary or book. Yeah. That's what I read. Now, I did not know that, though, did you? I did not either. Yeah. I just saw Jimmy open up for Clapton when he was in town this past winter. And Clapton's involved. And Hey, and four throw sticks tomorrow. Oh, Don't yeah, forget that. Right. Let's not sleep on that. And 5.30 prize giveaway. Don't Listen to us early. 5.30. You could be the 5.30 winner. Doing it all this week. So 96 minutes of nonstop iconic rock next.